welcome back to another episode of the Raving Geeks, the official geek culture podcast of CM Life. I am your host, Steve Tiemann, and with me as always... Farhan. A slightly nasally Jeremy Augusta. All right, good stuff. And we are here with some news, and then we're going to get into a review of a movie that I saw. But first, Jeremy, there is some gaming news. Yeah, so Reddit user VapeThisBro, who has now deleted his account and all of the things he posted was walking through a mall, and a marketing company paid him $8 to watch a video. That video was a Harry Potter RPG uh, published, being published by and developed by Warner Brothers. Um, the company showed him the video and then said, just watch it, we'll fill out all the forms for you, here's $8. He didn't fill out an NDA, so there is no legal action that Warner Brothers can take against him, theoretically. Um, he recorded it with his phone, took a picture of some copy, and then left before they could get him to sign it. Uh, the game takes place in the 1800s. You get to Hogwarts uh, late, so like you're a late bloomer. Um, you make potions, spells, and discover magical beasts. It's developed by Avalanche Studios, who made Disney Infinity. And uh, something I read was that they're going to use a lot of the um, like talent from the Shadow of Mordor games and the Batman Arkham games Ooh, to okay. kind of adapt the Harry Potter world into, a, into an open world. Cool. Um, I'm guessing it'll be on next-gen systems. I would imagine. Um, because this is a very early teaser, and the new next gens are reportedly going to be announced or leaked in 2019 or late 2018. Um, also, the studio, we know it's them because they posted job offerings for people who had an intense knowledge of like Victorian England and uh, experience on working on open-ended RPGs. Um, so it, some of the names include like Harry Potter Magic Awakened. That's like the leading title right now. And then um, this may be the first of many Harry Potter games coming with uh, the new Fantastic Beast series. Cool. Huh. So I'm very excited. It looks like it's going to be Shadow of Mortar, but with Harry Potter or like Red Dead Redemption with Harry Potter. Yeah, Shadow I'm surprised we haven't gotten like, other than like movie tie-ins, they haven't really dipped into that. Like, yeah, we have not that universe the world for of games. Harry Potter outside of like movies and plays and like the games have been either terrible or lego adaptations mm -hmm. so there's been no original storytelling in this entire medium mm -hmm. and with fantastic beasts coming out that's a new opportunity to get kids involved and it's a new opportunity to get diehard fans into like actually good mm -hmm. uh harry potter games. yeah for sure yeah i'm excited for that yeah um we're in like a golden age of open world rpgs with, that like, is very the, true assassin's yes. creed and the witcher and um Trying to think what else. Any of you guys played Assassin's Creed yet? Or got any? No, I really, I'm really excited for it. I'm, I'm about to buy it today. Actually, I still haven't bought it yet. I don't have the cash. Well, no, I did just get thirty five dollars on the ground, but that's not what I'm spending <laughs> it on. Uh, yeah, I just don't have the money to. I'm excited for Cyberpunk 2077, and mm -hmm. that is the like that's the game I'm gonna buy. Yeah, I might have to buy a new console for it. I'm not super into RPGs, so I might. I don't know. It's it's. Are you gonna get Red Dead? Probably I might wait I'm just to see what, what the when the dust settles, see what the consensus is. That might be a Christmas uh, sale for me. Yeah, I might go out on Christmas. Thanksgiving on Black Friday and, and pick that up. Mm -hmm. But and yeah, download my hundred gigabyte update. Hundred gigs. Oh wow! If I'll, I do get it, I'm gonna have to wait until I get back here because my internet at home it would take a week. I'll buy it on Black Friday and then by Christmas morning it'll be downloaded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Um. Yeah, I think that's all we had for gaming news. So let's go on to some Star Wars news. Uh, John Favreau announced the title, the synopsis, and a few directors that will be directing his series that he's show running. It's called The Mandalorian. This piece of artwork has been going around the internet, but here it is. I'm anyway, familiar. It looks, yeah, it looks it. good. I'm Mandalorian. Excited. It's got a rifle. That's the best uh, of like those suits I've seen. I like it because Captain Phasma's looks obnoxious. It's bad. And then, like, the old ones are not that good either. I suppose the prequel suit isn't terrible, but the, I like the original trilogy, I'm not a huge fan I of. I like Django's suit. It's like the blue and the, the gunmetal gray. The blue gray. and silver, yeah. Yeah. Or the, yeah, blue and gunmetal, you got it. Mm -hmm. That's a nice-looking suit. But, this yeah. one looks great, and mm -hmm. whoever's wearing it is, like, the perfect proportions where the helmet doesn't look like a bucket he just yeah. put over his head. <laughs> Did they release a synopsis with yes. that? Yes, right here. The Mandalorian is set. After the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order, we follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So it's going to be like a Western. It's got, like a, it's got bounty hunter vibes. Okay. And it's going to be cool. And it's like another corner of the universe we yeah. haven't seen a lot of. This is what I was talking about when I said Star Wars needs to expand its universe. It's good yeah. stuff. 
I there's like a it. lot of stuff out there in the Star Wars universe that we have not touched yet. Mm-hmm. And they're like, not tied down by lore. Exactly. Yep. So they there's can kind of no, do whatever they want, yeah. any place they want to take the story. There's they no can, like, hard, fast thing they have to stick to. They can have other Mandalorians show up if they want, like people from mm-hmm. Rebels, if they want to, but a lot of people probably don't care about that. Um, and they've announced some people that are going to direct some episodes. Dave Filoni is doing the first episode. He's okay. the creative mind behind the Clone Wars. Um, Taika Waititi is directing an episode. Really? That's an I, odd choice. His for name you. has been getting thrown around a lot. His lately. name, really, honestly, ever since Thor Ragnarok, I've been mm-hmm. hearing his name a he's, lot. That he's, movie's brilliant. It, it I makes love perfect sense. Taika Waititi's great. Hunt for the Wilder People. If you haven't watched it, and if you like Taika, highly recommend it. It's Sam Neill and the kid from Deadpool Two. Okay, it's great. Yeah. Um, and Bryce Dallas Howard is directing one. She's directing an episode. And Deborah Crow, who directed episodes of Jessica Jessica Jones. And Rick Famuia. Which episodes of Jessica Jones? It doesn't depend whether I'm excited. It or doesn't not. say. Okay, I was about to say. <laughs> and season one, sure. If it's season two, then I'm yeah. not oh, no, excited. Not me. Yeah. Yep. And Favreau and Filoni are executive producing alongside Colin Wilson, whoever that is, and Kathleen Kennedy, so president of Lucasfilm. So cool. Looks good. I'm excited. This is going to be on the streaming service, just like everything else that Disney's coming yeah, out with in really? like two years. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm, I'm still debating whether I'm going to get that. I'm not going to. I'm probably am. not. Do we know I, how much it's going to cost? Don't. I don't. I'm going to guess. And Well, they're going to want to compete with Netflix. So it'll be, it'll be comparable. Netflix. Netflix is like $7. 7 or 8 7 or 8 And then 15 for 4K. Mm. Are they going to do... They might do $10. That includes 4K. Maybe. Plus, they, they have, like, a big library. It's like Disney Library, Lucasfilm. I don't think they're going to go under Netflix. No. no. It'll be it'll be comparable. Yeah. And, I'm and, surprised they're keeping the Netflix shows on Netflix, actually. Disney. No, they're slowly taking them off. They are? Well, like yes. the, like Daredevil and stuff, though. Those are, oh, those yeah, those are staying those, as far as Netflix I'm funded those. I, or yeah. they did some sort of funding. That and it's the television side of Marvel. Mm. So Ike Perlmutter is doing his own thing over yeah. there with... That's yeah, like be. things like Ragnarok and the movies that Netflix oh, yeah, all that I think are coming will be Yeah, the MCU yeah. stuff will, yeah. will go over. And like Last Jedi is still on Netflix and all that will go over. And I hope they made that deal to put those movies on Netflix and then the next day they were like, hey, we didn't sell anything to Netflix, did we? Because we got this streaming service coming out. <laughs> like, There's some oh. dudes like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we may have just put like the fifth highest grossing movie of all time. <laughs> well, how much did you charge him? Uh, like, I don't 20 know. million? It's like, what? <laughs> you only charged him 20 million? Look at this number. This is how much The Last Jedi made. Look, read it. Read it out loud. Which number's bigger? Which one? Which number's bigger? Good stuff. And on the topic of Marvel and Disney, Chris Evans tweeted out this week oh, that Lord he Jesus. is wrapped filming on Avengers 4. Oh. And it's essentially a goodbye to Captain America, and I am not ready. That wasn't even subtle. Like most people do, like subtle goodbye. Yeah, he essentially said goodbye. It's like, hey, in that see, tweet. Ya. I'm, I'm probably gonna get like my chest caved in by Thanos in this next movie. <laughs> so so long. Ooh. I'm not ready. I mean, it proved. I I kind of assumed Captain America was gonna be one of the people to go. Except the mm-hmm. I there was a rumor going around. I don't remember if it was a rumor of somebody working on Infinity War said this. Infinity War, or Avengers Four said this. They said only two original Avengers. You know, like from the first Avengers movie, mm. only two people from that movie would make it out alive. Do we want to pick which in Avengers two? Four. Thor? My picks are Hulk. I know Hulk for sure, and then I think Thor. I think Thor and Hulk bromance mm. is what's yeah. gonna. Yeah. I I wouldn't have said Thor before Ragnarok, but Ragnarok made Thor interesting, and Hemsworth is on board to do more now. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's that Hemsworth Taika combo, and they're like, let's let's do more. Yeah, they struck yeah. gold. Yeah. So I think he's going to stick around, and I think Hulk is going to stick around. Yeah, Plus, I think, I think Thor cool. expands the universe a lot more. Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot more other characters mm-hmm. out in the cosmic Marvel right. universe. I want to see him hang out with Guardians. With Me too. Thor palling around with the Guardians of the Galaxy for like a whole movie, part. not yeah, just for like the few movie. seconds we got mm-hmm. in Infinity War. Even though that was nice, it'd be nice to kind it's of one see of my them. favorite interactions. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I had more to say about that, but. Especially with the comic books, nobody's ever dead forever. The only people that are dead forever are Uncle Ben and Bruce Wayne's parents. Pretty much. So, like, <laughs> just they about. die a lot. Yeah. Over and over and, and over I, again. And I don't really want to pigeonhole Chris Evans into just being Cap forever because he is a good actor and he wants yeah. to get into directing and stuff. But if he... I'd like to think that there will be, like, they can, like, pull him back for, like, here's the thing. Or, like, even at bare minimum, just, like, have more of, like, those PSAs from Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. that Chris Evans was Maybe in as retires, Cap. Or, like, he retires as Captain America. Yeah, he I like, could. passes down to mm-hmm. somebody else. 
It might be that, but I have a feeling he's. I don't think he's gonna make it. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna die like probably in the most heroic way possible. I like. I, I think they're just gonna give him a good send off mm-hmm. and bye bye to Cap. I don't think he's gonna retire. I think he's done. I think Iron Man are gonna complete their like their opposite story arcs and like die for the Converge. same. Cause. What if they yeah. die together? I think that's what's like, gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Something that would suck. It's gonna, we saw him go to war, and now we're seeing him. This die is yeah. this is gonna be rough yeah. to get through. <laughs> I'm not gonna walk out of that theater happy. I can tell. <laughs> I'll be happy to like to finally see it, but I won't yeah. be okay. I'll be happy when like everyone like rematerializes. Yeah, like when we yeah. get Black Panther and like Doctor Strange and Spider Man back. Mm. But, like I won't feel complete because I <laughs> like, just lost you Captain just, America. You just tore a star spangled section of my heart out. <laughs> Spider Man's gonna be like, "Where's Tony? You don't know." Uh, yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah, about Tony that. died for you. And then everybody's gonna cry. Uh-oh. Yeah, everyone's gonna cry. Um, less sad news. Uh, Aquaman trailer. There was an extended five minute trailer. I did not watch I that watch only it. because I was going to watch it. And I saw it was five minutes. I'm like, no. I know for a fact I will never watch this movie. You're not gonna. I only. I, I didn't watch the trailer watch. because I'm, I'm going to watch gonna, the movie and I don't want it ruined. I'm gonna see it. I do that too. Yeah. But I we got do not care about it. um more underwater stuff and more of like Black Manta, like that chase sequence, like on the roofs. I saw that and stuff. I was going through Instagram and I saw that video. Black Manta looks great. Yeah, that's a sweet suit. That, I didn't. I didn't I actually didn't know he was going to be in this movie like fully as Black mm-hmm. Manta. Like, cause I don't, I remember they cast him, Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he, he's not the main villain of the movie. No, it's okay. Orn or Orm or okay. whatever. The other right. right. So those of us who don't know who, uh, Black, what, Man- Black Manta? Manta is. Can so us? essentially picture like an old timey diving suit, but modern and like tactical and black and the head is shaped like a football and like, it's got laser eyes. A football this way or this fo- I'm long ways. Okay. Long ways. And okay, I got it. That's a pretty good description, actually. Yeah, and, it's, wow. and it, there's like lasers on Whoa. it. Oh, okay. And you got me. It looks real cool. Um, Zoom. Yeah, and uh, there was like some big CGI battle stuff. Looks kind of boring because it usually is when it's a big CGI fight between two CGI armies. Um, some good stuff with Jason Momoa and Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah right. as Mara. <laughs> I was like, I think so it's like Heard. a stepsister. I think she's like the love interest. Okay. Yeah, I'm, say, I'm not so very not informed no. on Aquaman. Like, I'm not either. To be so. honest, with you. I did see that his trident is actually a trident in this movie. Yeah, which I was excited about. It's kind of like the MacGuffin or something. Like, get the trident and then you can rule the sea. And then at the end, he has the trident and like the classic orange costume, oh. which looks pretty good. Except it kind of clashes with Jason Momoa and his big scraggly hair because it's like, not as good yeah. as you can make that costume. Yeah. Well, usually Aquaman's like blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's why the I couldn't see Jason Momoa being up. blonde though. I think yeah. leaving that. No, God, no. Yeah, I must say I think they left it as close to the comics as they could because I didn't. I didn't actually think they were mm-hmm. going to bring back that costume. I thought they would leave him in the same no. uh, gray it's suit, like the armor or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the same gray suit that he had in Justice League. I thought that that's what he was going to be going forward in. So when I saw the picture of him in the actual classic suit, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. But it actually doesn't look terrible. Yeah, because I was always of the mindset is you can't take that orange shoot and put it on live action. It'll look ridiculous, but it actually looks. I mean, it looks a little ridiculous, but a little bit. It looks less ridiculous than what I thought it would look. Like I, I can watch that and not be taken out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Jason Momoa has gone from acting in arguably the greatest TV show of all time to what is also arguably one of the worst superhero attempts of all time. So like, whoever his agent is, <laughs> rolled the dice and like. Struck gold once, and then the second time struck a pile of cow shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, you're gonna get some misses every once. He's in a while, okay right? in Justice League, I'll maintain. Like, I, for, I think for he's one that, of the best parts. For of what Justice that movie League, is, he's like a better part of it. Yeah. And then this one looks, and and this was all through like production, like throughout everything that we were hearing that was bad about BVS and the Batman and the Flash and even Wonder Woman to an extent. None of that was out of, coming out of Aquaman. They were like, hey, here's our director. It's James Wan. He's been doing good stuff. Here's the cast. It's happening. There's no production issues. Yeah. That's the main reason They've I'm most excited to see it. it is because of James Wan. Yeah, so I, I'm, I know James Wan. I like I'm familiar with his work. I know he puts out good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, when I saw he was the director of that this project, I wasn't worried about the rest of the DCU. Different story. Mm-hmm. If you put but a Aquaman, list I wasn't of worried about every DCU movie, and we're like, which one of these is gonna have the least issues with the filming? Aquaman would have been my last pick on right. that list. Yeah, that's so strange how this is the movie. Well, I guess like this isn't. Expected to be their biggest money maker, mm-hmm. so yeah, not Warner Brothers doesn't have this. their grubby hands all over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. I'm definitely going to go see it. I was more excited about that than seeing the movie that I did see this weekend, <laughs> which we will get to shortly. 
right after this, there was a Daredevil season three trailer. It was nice. With, it's totally bullseye. Oh, oh yeah, I don't even know why they tried to hide it's it. It's absolutely bullseye. I don't even know why they didn't just come out and just show yeah. him to us. I'm like, like, we all know what's bullseye. Like, just oh, no, show us bullseye. Matt Murdock is going vigilante. What's that? Daredevil's killing people? Or is it Daredevil? It's the guy in a Daredevil suit. Yeah, no, I don't he's know. he's throwing things with strange, perfect accuracy. I yeah, I was wondering, I was like, is that bullseye? And then he threw it. It was, like, so accurate, like, to that person's face. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's bullseye. It's it has bullseye. to be bullseye. Does bullseye have eyes? Yes. He's got, I think he's so. got a big advantage there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there he is. Well, don't, don't you move now. What? <laughs> Shit. You know, he's I'm not happy. running around. I can't feel where he's at. <laughs> I'm really happy they brought uh, Wilson Fisk back as like probably the main villain now. Yes. He, he was, was my favorite villain from yeah, the first Yeah, I was great. really worried after Daredevil season one that we weren't really going to see him again. Mm-hmm. And then when he was in Daredevil season two, I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's nice. He's at least still part of the season or still part of the series. But I'm happy now they're actually bringing him out. He's actually, it looks like he's got the classic, you know, white, white suit, suit that yep. the Kingpin usually wears. I don't know if they're actually going to refer to him as Kingpin in this because they didn't know. call him that in the past two seasons. Well, isn't that like but. he gets that Kingpin denotion at some point, like before? He's not always Kingpin. I believe, I'm not sure. So maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll show us the event where he becomes. Somebody hopefully. tweeted at him because Vincent D'Onofrio retweeted the trailer because, mm-hmm. of course, he would. And somebody was like, man, you look. this looks so good. I love you as the Kingpin. It's too bad we'll never see you against Spider-Man. He's like, don't. Count your chickens before they hatch. Oh my God. May, maybe we'll, we'll see. see. I'd love I highly that. doubt we'll see him. Man. That was I want such to. a great PR move. Yeah, that was our discussion last week about if it tonally would work. I would personally love to see that. I'd love to see it. I don't think you could take this iteration of Kingpin and put him in a Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm killing yeah. Iron Man next. Like this, I'm decapitating Iron yeah. Man with a car door. No, like, this is literally a scene where he decapitates someone with a car door. You cannot put him. You cannot put that character in an MCU movie. We don't know how the dark this newest Spider-Man is going to be. Like, Homecoming was pretty lighthearted. Mm. Sure, but I don't think it's going to be decapitating someone with a car door dark. Very true. Yeah, like, even if it is darker, I don't think it's going to be as dark as some of the places. Like, Daredevil Season 1 is a really dark season of television. It's super dark. Like, it's a very doom and gloom. A lot of very violent things are happening. A lot of those fight scenes are very brutal. Yeah, it's very, very brutal. Very, very... it's, It's not something that would be... Like easy to convert into yeah. an MCU type of a thing. It, I don't think you'd be able to successfully put those two tones together mm-hmm, and have mm-hmm. it work. So I'd love to see it because I, I really love Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. He's by far acting wise, I think he's by far the best thing going on the Marvel Netflix. He's shows. one of the best castings. Yeah, like that's in that. to me by far the best performance I've seen. But I just don't see how you transfer a character who's decapitating people with car doors and then put him <laughs> with Tom Holland. Yeah, I just I, don't I'll watch Tom that. Holland do anything. I don't care. Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man mm-hmm. to have ever played Spider-Man. You heard me, listeners. <laughs> no, it's true. I watched Spider-Man one the other day because I tell was me like, "You like Andrew Garfield? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just laugh at you and then pity you." Like Tobey Maguire had the right look to be Spider-Man, but the script acting. We had a whole oh. episode about this. But take take this with you. There will there has never been a better Spider-Man than Tom Holland. Big facts. Toby, Spider-Man 1, that script is so bad, and his performance is so wooden that until, like... very 2000s. He's just... It's very 2000s. He's it just is so monotone for the entire movie until the third act when he starts yelling at Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. It's just... Mm, no good. But, yeah, that's all our news. Getting back to... <laughs> kind of like Spider-Man? Speaking of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man... Yeah. Wasn't there, there, there a Venom Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire? Venom was in three. Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And what th- movie's better, Spider-Man 3 or Venom? If you say Spider-Man 3, then I then I really <laughs> have no faith in Venom. See, I really didn't like Venom, but I'm looking at Spider-Man 3 through like really vague nostalgia goggles and the memes. Yeah, there's, there's a some lot fire of good memes, memes coming out of you know the what? Raimi movies. So I'm going to give it to Raimi tentatively. Okay. I might go okay. and watch like 20 minutes of it. 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes of Spider-Man That's 3 because I don't think I could get through all of it. But I'm going to tentatively give it to Spider-Man 3. because There's I, no way I could get through all of it. I did not like Venom. And we'll just start talking about that now because Venom came out to like... Weirdly, like a mixed reception. Like people, yeah, people are enjoying hopeful. it and having fun with it. People enjoyed Suicide Squad, but I, that's also <laughs> true. And I liked neither of those. <laughs> this movie was such a mess, mm-hmm. and like, I guess like I'll, I'll start off with the things that I liked because there's two things that two there's two things. How long that, is the movie? It's almost two hours. Ooh, so wow, that's not there's that's not a good record. There's some good body horror stuff in it. 
like like they're toying around with like good ideas with it, but because it's Sony and it's Avi Arad who is famous for ruining superhero movies and like all of that, like it, nothing comes of it. But there's good stuff with like they're experimenting with symbiotes and like especially there's a scene when Eddie Brock gets in like a wreck on like a motorcycle and his like legs are all broken and his arms are oh. broken and they just like as Ve- as Venom comes out, his legs just like, snap, snap in place, place really quick, and he's like distorting and stuff as he like the the tendrils stand him up, and he's Venom. That's not bad. I like. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And then the scene where he fights the SWAT team, it's pretty good. But it was they t- they showed us it before the movie came out, and it was the best scene. And it went on for kind of too long. Everything else I did not like. I read that he everything else. Yeah, oh, essentially, everything. essentially, yeah. I hate. I hate. I saw in a trailer, you can barely understand what he's saying. Like, I was in the room with three people, and all three of us heard different things from what he was saying <laughs> in the supermarket. Yeah. I also read that he, there was like 40 minutes of stuff that he really liked and said was I good. I saw yeah. that. All, and of then they fa- cut that. all of his favorite stuff was cut because they were trying to keep it PG-13. That's crazy. So I think they should have just gone on out. They so it's, I don't think there's a whole yeah. lot of five-year-olds interested in going to see Venom no. without Spider-Man. Exactly. That's the biggest problem is that they can't, like, there's no spy. there's no bigger connections to anything to help prop it up. It's just Venom. And just Venom is boring. Especially like considering the, Venom is so closely tied to Spider-Man. Yeah, like exactly. That, like, to me, Venom is kind of like Spider-Man's Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, to have a Spider-Man... The, well, I was about to say something like having a Joker movie without Batman, but they're doing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just... I, I didn't really understand the decision to do a Venom movie in the first place by Sony. Especially when you had just recently, like we had just recently got Spider-Man Homecoming and yeah. all these other films on the MCU with Spider-Man. They could have easily been like, hey, this deal we did with Marvel Studios yeah. is a good idea. Maybe we should replicate that with more of our characters. No, nah, we're just going to do it ourselves. I really think, especially because I've been wanting to see a, a really good on-screen adaptation of Venom. Mm-hmm. So that's why when Spider-Man went to the MCU, I was extremely excited because I wanted to see a Spider-Man Venom movie in the MCU. But no, instead we've gotten this, which I still yeah. haven't seen, but from what I've heard... Has been a shit show. I guess I can. So the script feels like it's from around the time of Spider-Man Three. It's just wow. bad. So it's not good. That's none of the bad. jokes landed for me. Um, there was at least two or three times where I predicted what the next line was going to be and was within <laughs> one word of being right. Um, so there was, and okay, the beginning. How bad was the humor? Was it like Transformers bad or Transformers bad is really it's, bad. It just didn't land just didn't for me. Land? I, it, it's okay. it's forgettable. I can't even think of a joke for you right gotcha. now, other than the like like a turd in the wind at the end, which was terrible and got zero laughs, which I appreciated. <laughs> but I was once in a theater where people were laughing at a joke, and one dude went, "Come on, you laugh at that!" <laughs> like there was a guy pissed off that these the people, people were laughing, laughing at, at this oh, movie. Bro, I don't it. even remember what movie it was, but this guy was angry. Ugh, it was it was like that. The the first 20 minutes of this movie, like, it's just so tonally weird because, like, it starts off just putting Eddie Brock on a pedestal. Look at how great Eddie Brock is. Eddie, you're the best damn reporter we've ever seen. He's he's happy. He's got a good job. He's in, engaged to Michelle Williams. I don't think I've ever met a happy journalist. And then... <laughs> <laughs> the most bitter, upset people ever. Oh, wow. He's, he's, he's digging up You've dirt. You've already on, lost me. This movie isn't realistic it, Yeah, at all. he's digging up dirt on people, and they're like, you're going to go interview. He has a healthy work-life balance. Yeah, with his with his lovely fiance. Yep. And they're like, okay, you're going to go interview uh, what's-his-face, Riz Ahmed, space, space man, Elon space Musk. Space man extraordinaire. Yeah, he's launching rockets and, and stuff. You're going to go interview him. And he's like, I think there's something shady about this guy with zero hunches, and then he... He, his his girlfriend or something is a lawyer who's somehow connected to them, so he like ha- like logs into her computer and like takes like confidential files and then immediately blows the interview because he's like, hey, what's up with all this with this dirt, uh, Riz Ahmed? What's the deal? And they're yeah. like, okay, get out of here. I'm gonna threaten you. So and he's then, a great reporter who doesn't know how to interview. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So within like five minutes. He blows the interview. He loses his job. Oh no! And then he like he's like walking down the street, and his fiance comes up to him, and she's like, "How dare you! What? I just got fired because of what you did." So like, I'm just it was Wait, it's just so like best reporter ever, man. We love you. You're doing great work. And Go in this the interview. first scene of him he interviewing, back, he you blew it. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm sorry, I got Jesus fired. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Wait, so he's the best reporter they have. The best damn reporter. And he messes up one interview, and he's fired. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Like, he, you, that makes sense. You dug too deep, Eddie Brock. He's got too much money. So so let me get this straight. A, a reporter gets fired for trying to dig up dirt on a company that's actually shady. Yeah. Okay. I just this want to a, make sure we this had is, that. This is actually easier for me to believe that he has a healthy work-life balance <laughs> and is happy <laughs> in his job. It was just, it was just so bizarre. Jesus. Wow. And then, like, the Venom stuff starts happening, and the villain isn't, he's insane for no reason. He's like, hey, we're, we're destroying Earth. You know what would be a good idea? If we all assimilated with this space goo Whoa. so we could go live in space. But through their experiments, they're realizing that the space goo will only go to certain people. Otherwise, it will just kill them. So, I thought this was really funny. For the, the listeners, I'm squinting really hard the, right now. The scientist lady who, like, contacts Eddie Brock is Mona Lisa from Parks and Rec, jean Ralphio's sister. What? You know Parks why? and Rec? Yeah, Money, I know, please! Her. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know why. So, Mona Lisa contacts Eddie Brock. She's like, hey, there's some shady, there's some shady goings on here. And he goes in, and this is where, like, some of the good body horror stuff happens. So, like, that was like, okay, this is fine. And then he gets the symbiote. And he's like, oh, something, something's going weird. And, like, they they tr- they go for what tries to be funny moments because, like, Venom is, like, always hungry. So he's, like, making him eat garbage. And then he goes to, like, this restaurant that his fiance who... Oh, and there's a six-month time jump, by the way. So she Whoa. has a new boyfriend. Okay. So, like... How, how far into the movie? Oh, uh, boy, I don't remember. Like, ten minutes? The first act is, like, nothing and boring and also, like, really convoluted. So, uh-huh. like... I'm just kind of jumping around. Yep, here. go for it. But after he has the symbiote and he goes to like, hey, it's like, hey, something's wrong with me, my former fiance, and like they're in a fancy restaurant, and he jumps into the tank that the lobsters are in and just starts eating one <laughs> for what I can only assume was an attempt at comedy, but it was wow. just really unpleasant because he's just like sweaty and like kind of glaring at people, just eating this lobster. Someone thought that was funny. Somebody, th- I guess, and it was just. I picture Tommy Wiseau has directed this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, great shot. <laughs> eat, the, eat the lobster. <sighs> That's and, my Tommy Wiseau oh, impression. What else did I not like about this movie? Um... We got another gray CGI villain, so that's oh. fun. With yeah. villains gray, so it's not Carnage. It's Riot, who is a big symbiote who bonded with Riz Ahmed. Ah. So, I saw a clip of that fight, and, uh, they're talking about it on a podcast, and they're like, watch this and tell me who is who. Yep, and I couldn't do it. Exactly. Ugh. I and figured it would have made more sense to just make the villain Carnage. Make him like. somewhat not like. Oh, we'll get the, we'll get to Carnage. Oh, Carnage. We'll here. get to Carnage. Whoa, there's two bad guys. Yeah, kind of. So the the fight is literally just a bunch of CGI spaghetti flopping around, and like Venom and Carnage, not Carnage, Riot, are fighting on a rocket. Because Riz Ahmed is like, we're going to go back to the meteor that we got these symbiotes from because there's millions of them. We're going to bring them all to Earth, even though he knows it's a bad idea, but he's going to do it anyway because he's crazy for no reason, if you'll Mm -hmm. recall. (laughs) So they're fighting, and then they blow up the rocket, and he dies, and you think, oh, no, Venom has died, but he hasn't. And then the movie ends. And then there's a post credit scene where where Eddie Brock slash Venom go to a prison where this cameo, like, gave me a headache. I just want to preface this. So Cletus Cassidy is in the comics. He's, like, a southern guy, and he's, like, a serial killer. And he bonds with a symbiote who is Carnage. And then they combine being a symbiote and a serial killer to becoming an even worse person. So Venom and Spider-Man have to team up and fight them. So Cletus Cassidy is played by Woody Harrelson. Oh, Stop lying. In... A wig that I can only describe as he looks like Carrot Top. No. And he's in like a serial killer kind of cage, like a Hannibal Lecter situation. So this movie was directed by Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> I'm gonna, Woody I, Harrelson's can you, can in this movie? Can you please pull up a picture? I, really, I, don't, I'm gonna, I don't necessarily believe I'm going to try Woody and find Woody Harrelson it. is Carnage? He's Cletus Cassidy, yeah. And the, wow. Okay, the last line of the scene, he says, he's, he's talking to Eddie. He's like, hey, Eddie, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. Like, Do you want me to do the whole serial killer thing? And he's like... When I get out of here, and I will, 
and he looks kind of is like like a wink and a nudge like eh, eh. He's like, there's <laughs> gonna be wheel. carnage and I just <laughs> oh my god I face palmed no so bad no you're lying I'm not oh my god this is too I good I speak the truth oh I have the to watch this movie now please tell me there's a picture I actually do kind of want to see Venom don't now I really, I'm not gonna watch I'm not gonna pay money to go see it but I do need hey, to I see it. I just found movie. $30 maybe we should all go see it oh. would you go see it again no I would not I refuse oh my god jeez I can't find the wig that this is too good yeah i know this sounds okay so i say i want to see it but i guarantee you like 30 minutes in i'm gonna be like this was a bad choice yeah you would some of the some of the lines that i predicted so after eddie brock loses his job and his fiance and all credibility within five minutes of each other he goes to this bar (laughs) it's a bad night and he's feeling sad for himself and he's drinking and some guy goes Hey, aren't you Eddie Brock? Like, I, I love your show. I loved your show. And like, I, I kind of like nudged my friend and you know, I was like, I used to be. And then Eddie Brock <laughs> on screen goes, I was. And I was like, <laughs> I could take a script. I could be a scriptwriter. Did anybody else witness that? I could that? be a scriptwriter, you guys. And then the other one, um, because Riz Ahmed and Riot are going to fly the rocket because there's like this vaguely futuristic rocket, which is weirdly really close to San Francisco. Their launch pad is like too close to the city, and I don't know why. But they're like, okay, I and Riot, who is like the king of the symbiotes because he has all these weapons that he can make out of his tendrils, like we're going to go up and we're going to get the rest of them. We're going to pile in this rocket, me and Riot, who is kind of in my body, so it's just me. They're like, you can't fly by yourself. Like, you can't go up there alone. And I was like, and nudged my other friend, and I was like, I'm not alone. And he goes, I'm not alone. Oh. And then he starts going down there, and I was like, Pfft. so I, I can't find, I can't find the screenshot of Woody Harrelson in the wig, but it's bad. Oh, I really want to I, find it. I, I, um, Boy, my is it. Or my, the way I'm imagining it is pretty incredible. I really want to see this now. The one time I did, like, I called a movie Maybe if I Google was the last Twilight movie. Wig. While you're looking for that. Did you ever see the last Twilight movie? Uh, I saw literally the last like fight scene. Okay, of yeah, it. that so wasn't even the really the fight scene. That fight scene, there's a big fight scene with like thirty people, and it's like twenty minutes long. It doesn't even happen. Yeah, halfway through, <laughs> halfway through, I look at my mom and I'm like, you know, this is not happening, right? Like, this is a dream, and she's like, no, like this person just died. They wouldn't kill him for nothing. And then at the end, it is of course a dream because they. That they pissed did. me off so much. Yeah, I was so angry. I was just like, what did we just sit here for 20 minutes for then? Yeah, that, literally a waste of time. <laughs> I was like, yeah. so you're telling me none of the stuff I just witnessed on screen just mm-hmm. happened? Okay, that's cool. The the bad guy should have been like, oh, I know what you guys are going to do now. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was really dumb. Like, the good guy touches the bad guy and shows them how the fight turns out, and it's the good guys winning. And then the bad guy would logically go, oh, so I know all the tricks you guys have up your sleeve. You're so gonna then I can now. counter yeah. it, but I guess now. Yeah. Breaking news, the Twilight movies were not good. They were. I, I think that was established I actually, I actually a while do ago. kind of like those movies. <laughs> and I still really? can't. I do, yeah. I still can't find the wig. I'm upset about it, but to be fair, it's only been out for a weekend. So I will be on Wig Watch. I will, I will, be on I will wig wait. Wig Watch. Wow. I will wait for a picture, and then I will show you guys the picture because it is bad. But um, was Tom Hardy's performance at least good? Would you say he did a good job? Yes, because okay. he was like he wanted to do it, and the back and forth between him and Venom is pretty good. Okay, I will maintain that. That's not bad. Um, Venom himself looks pretty good. I wish he had a big white spider on him, but that just goes back to why is this not in the MCU? Why is Sony yeah. doing this by is themselves? This not in the MCU. Is Stan Lee in this movie? Yes, he is. Okay, so He's walking a dog that Venom wants to eat. <laughs> kind of in the MCU. Adjacent. Yeah. This well, this is in the logic, MCU. Like the first Hulk is in the MCU, right? Well, no, it's just straight up not. Okay. So, like, yeah, I mean, he's Stan Lee cameos and, like, What's everything the point, Marvel. Then? Yeah. It, thank you. What's the point? Why are, why, why did anybody Why are we doing this? Here? What's yeah. going on here? Um, the last post credit scene was pretty good. It was a clip from Into the Spider-Verse, which I'm really excited for that, because that's okay. going to be cool. Um, but it was Miles Morales, and he meets Peter Parker... And he's like kind of like thwipping through the city with Peter like unconscious because he accidentally shocks him because Miles Morales has like a sting, quote unquote. Yeah. So like Peter's unconscious and he's like swinging through the city trying to get him somewhere. And it was just like the city looks really cool and it's like an interesting animation style. And I'm really excited for that. Hmm. And weirdly, I have more confidence in Sony doing that (laughs) than Venom because that looked competently done. And this looks like hot garbage. And Isn't also, that sad that we're looking forward to an animated movie more than a live action movie of mm-hmm. like one of the most iconic Spider-Man villains ever. Yes, That's just sad. 
Nick Cage's uh, noir Spider-Man in that movie. By really? the way, he's doing the voice, and that's going to be hilarious. Wow. I can't wait. <laughs> I did not know And that. John Mulaney is Spider-Ham. Hmm. Okay. I am actually look, really looking forward to End of the Spider-Verse because I think Miles Morales is an interesting character to be explore. Cool. And all of the different Spider-Men have, like, a different animation style, or, like, mm-hmm. some of them do. So there's one who is, like, an anime character. Uh, I forget her name. I think it's, like, Penny Parker. But she's, like, a female Peter Parker, basically. And she yeah. has, like, a mech suit. Hmm. It's kind of... I That universe was weird. I tried looking it up, and it was confusing. John Mulaney is, like, a Looney Tunes thing what? with... I'll watch anything with John Mulaney. Yeah, he's Peter. I love that man. He's Peter Porker, Spider-Ham. Nice. So (laughs) he's like a Looney Tunes character, so that was cool. Um, Noir Spider-Man is like, it's all black and white. Like everything around him is like black and white. And like his shadow is is like, it's like, it has interesting effects. Like when he's like moving Mm -hmm. through like the colorful environment. And then uh, Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker are all pretty similar in their animation styles. Gwen's a little more polished. But that looked really cool. Uh, I wish the rest of Venom was as cool as that. I just looked up why they made Venom. Bad. It made eighty million dollars domestically. Did it really? Yes, it broke the re- it beat Gravity. Remember? Wow! Yeah, so Ugh. that's why they I made guess it. We stand corrected because people will watch this this garbage. I yeah. guess we stand corrected. I guess enough people do know who Venom is. When I say people, I mean people who listening to this are probably not Venom's target audience. Oddly enough, like the hardcore comic book fan base are the type of people who can. Look at a movie like Venom and say, "Oh, I don't need that." Mm-hmm. Even though you did, I feel like a lot of people, like me and you, who like superhero movies, can look at a terrible superhero movie and go, "Yeah, not for me." Mm. And the target audience of this movie was like our dads. Yeah, with I think like the, I think the target already, or I think the most of that eighty million probably came from people who are outside of the general like you know geek sphere or people who don't Families. necessarily yeah people yeah people who don't necessarily pay attention. To movie or superhero news, right? That like much. they they yeah. wouldn't know all of the yeah. They just saw a character this... that they kind of recognized yeah. from either Spider Man three or a character that they knew and yeah. went to go see it because mm. superhero movies are big. There's going to be a lot of Venoms on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we could be wrong. I'm sure there were probably a lot of you know comic book fans as well that went to go see this. But I think to get it to 80 million, a lot of people liked it. And I think I'm, I'm happy were, for them. But I think there were quite <laughs> a few people that went that weren't necessarily like very in depth paying attention to this yeah. stuff all the time. I think they just saw, oh, Venom, I recognize him from Spider-Man 3, or I just know who that character is, and they just went to go see it. I think it was competing with Paranormal Activity 3, the article I just read. Did that movie come out a while ago? Because that might have been talking about box office records. I would, But I Venom's think not competing with anything. Yeah, I'm going to say that is true. It also there's came out on a weekend where yeah. there was nothing there's else to nothing go see. Else to there's go that Brad, so if you went, if you went Bradley to the movies, Cooper, you wanted to go see Venom, basically. There's that Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga movie. Oh, I actually really want to see that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about A Star is Born. Mm. Yeah. Although, I mean, how people, much competition is that going to be to Venom, though? I don't know. Yeah, that's heard, what I'm saying. I heard, What's the overlap on that? I heard yeah. there was a Twitter campaign where Lady Gaga fans were like, we need to I saw that. Apparently, Lady Gaga fans like went to Twitter and bashed Venom to try to get people to go see A Star is Born. <laughs> like they should like when they should last time Lady Gaga put an album out like I have no idea years I don't ago? know that I being said know. they should do that because I imagine that is a lot better than Venom because Venom was oh, a, yeah, not a good movie you know what I'm on their side you convinced yeah, me go for it I'm know? not saying they're wrong I'm just <laughs> saying like is the, the people Gaga. it's a little silly yeah I'm about to say the people who are going to see Venom probably aren't going to see A Star Is Born and vice mm-hmm. versa so there's really no need to do that yeah but should dress up in drag and go see Venom and the whole time just be like Star is Born is better. <laughs> go, go to this theater. You just hold up a sign and yeah. carry it with you. Blocking everybody's view. <laughs> Lady Gaga is actually a really talented a actor. A giant poster board. Wow. So, yeah, that is my review of Sony's Marvel's Venom. So I think it's safe to say we're done after this. Like, I don't think they're going to go hope. forward with Craven or any of the other ideas they had. Although, it sounds like Carnage. Yeah, Car- Ooh, Carnage. Sounds like, favorite. sounds like Mobius the Living Vampire has a schedule, and I can't wait to... Not- I forgot about that. They I need to not make that as well. Like, I don't want to see it, because there was a Jared Leto is like, the worst person ever. I hate Jared Leto so much. Why does everyone hate Jared Leto? I hate him. He's trash. He's, a, he's kind of a dick, too. Like, he sent, like, I've dead chickens that, yeah. to his co-stars. Yeah. What, I, and, like, I guess when he was playing Joker, acting. yeah. He goes, and he didn't just go method for Suicide Squad. He did it for Blade Runner, too. And 2049 is great. I really love that movie. He's the worst part. That's supposed to be David Bowie. That would be so Bowie much died. better. Yeah. Rest in peace, David Bowie. Just, like, because he's blind in that role as that guy. <laughs> so I, did he look blind? Time. Oh, yeah. he's like Daredevil. Yeah. Jared he, Leto should he play He put Daredevil in contacts that made him not be able to see, oh, and wow. he had someone lead him yeah. around set. 
Wow. Just an idiot. Stop it, Jared Leto. Stop sending used condoms to people. Stop pretending he to be used blind. Condoms to people? Didn't he send when a dead was, rat to Margot Robbie? He was the Joker, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Sent, Joker, yeah. he sent what bullets a, to Will Smith. He sent nice. a dead rat to Margot Robbie. He was he so his like he probably bullied his assistant into doing this, but like during the first script reading, somebody walked in with like a dead pig or like a pig head, and they were like, This is from the Joker and slammed it on the table. What? Didn't he do that on like Jimmy Fallon too? I, like he did some weird shit on Jimmy Fallon. I what band is he in? I forgot what it's called. It I don't 20? listen to his music. I, I don't like that band. I, mean, I don't listen to yeah. Jerry Little type music, so. He's probably a better musician than he is actor. Though. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> our, our podcast editor just said nope no. to that. I, oh, well, I have a, an idea. I actually like Jerry Little as an actor. I think Jerry Little can act. He, he has, like, bright moments, and then, like, I just think that whole Joker performance like, If he just terrible. didn't do method, cool. Just, like, yeah. stand on your ex. Say your line, collect your paycheck, <laughs> and then and get out. I feel like the only person that can get away with method acting is Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, yeah. I feel like if everybody else, we kind of shun that. Are you guys here. excited for Vice with Daniel Day-Lewis playing Dick Cheney? Bale, that's Christian Bale. That. Oh, Christian Bale. I'm so sorry. I am, I, doesn't Christian Bale do the method acting, too? I don't think so. I thought so. he did some. He for does like, like weird. Psycho. He like loses, weird. Like, he loses yeah. and gains weight like yeah. a lot. Yeah. I'm excited for that movie. That I was. I didn't realize that was Bale at first. I was like. No, that, that makes a lot so like Dick good. Cheney. Yeah. And then there was like there was like one shot where I was like, is that Christian Bale? I don't like the guy who they got for George for uh Sam Rockwell. Bush. Yeah. I don't not he needs to have like a like a more Texan like twelve year old accent, I think. Because <laughs> that's what George Bush sounds like to me as like a like a middle school kid who's just happy to be there. A middle school kid who's just That's happy a pretty good cast though. It was like Sam Rockwell, Steve Carell is um Steve Carell Rumsfeld. looks really good, yeah. That's that's gonna be a good movie. I'm interested. What uh, if we Took our significant others and forced them to watch like a nerdy superhero movie. Too late. My girlfriend goes to all of them with oh, me. I was about to say it. too late. <laughs> Mine hasn't too, seen any too of late. them. <laughs> Literally before Infinity War came out, me and me and my I swore for my girl to sit down and we like learned where all the Infinity Stones were before the movie. Before the Maybe movie I'll came make out. my girlfriend watch yeah. some nerdy yeah. movie and, so and I'll that'll be your homework. Is. My girlfriend will gladly come with me to whatever the next one is. Yeah, my girl could tell you where all the Infinity Stones were before wow. Infinity War, and that is because of me and me alone. Well, I apologize <laughs> for my sexist <laughs> assumption that our <laughs> Girlfriend said not Girls can be nerds too. Jeez. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> not according to Star Wars fans, they that, can't. Yeah. Oh wow. Women aren't allowed in anything. I'll take you, any excuse I can to shit on Star Wars fans. As one of them. They're the worst. I'm a self-hating Star Wars fan. Self-hating. Self-deprecation Wars. is there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. But yeah. So, so no more Sony standalone movies. Yeah, just stop. No like, more Sony movies. Like get like get no more Sony I'm movies. Kidding. Just shut the just shut the whole film studio down. That's a down. good Sony movie lately. I guess Gravity. That was four years um, ago. I don't have Sony's film. Homecoming in front was of technically right Sony. Oh, you're right. That was that Barely. was with that was with a Marvel Studios script, and Kevin Feige at the helm. Yep. So that's why. Um, I had you know what? Hold on. Um, I had a screenshot of like the last few movies. Silver and Black got canceled, that, didn't it? I hope I so. so. Okay. Um, or no, no, no. They didn't cancel it. They said they were going to split it. Yeah, they were like, yeah. They were just going to do instead of doing a Catwoman and Silver Sable movie, they're just going to do. Just Catwoman staying alone and Silver Sable staying alone. So, so these together. are the latest movies, I think, that have been connected to... Well, this isn't all of Sony's stuff, but these are just some recent Sony movies. I think that um, Avi Arad is connected to in some way. So that like, he's the guy that forced Venom into Spider-Man 3, which yeah. blew Spider-Man 3, blah, blah, blah. And I'm pretty sure he ruined X-Men in some extent, too, at some point. Who didn't ruin X-Men? Yeah, that's fair. Um, Ghostbusters 2016. Ooh. Yikes. Spider-Man Homecoming. That's a bright spot. Uh-huh. Molly's Game, whatever that is. I don't know what that the is. The Post. That it's probably a Melissa McCarthy I actually heard movie. good things about good. Molly's Game. I didn't see it, but I heard good things about Molly's okay. Game. The Post. The Post was good. Uh, Venom was bad. Yikes. Uh, the Girl in the Spider's Web. That is a sequel to... Girl with the Dragon, Dragon Tattoo. Tattoo. Yep. I have not seen it. I don't think it's out yet. So. And then Into the Spider-Verse and Far From Home. I forget the context of this list, but... The highs and lows of Sony's theatrical yeah. releases. Yeah. I watched, I caught the end of the the Ghostbuster reboot, and... You poor guy. Well... I caught the entire thing of the Ghostbuster reboot. Ooh. I, I didn't hate <laughs> it because... I don't have any connection to the first two. So I was like, that's fine. Okay. I didn't hate it. I was just like, this wasn't very well made. I don't even like the first two Ghostbusters, and I would not watch the the one with Melissa McCarthy in it. You know, it, I didn't have it. necessarily an issue with any of the actresses in the movie. I had mm. an issue with the movie that they were in. Mm. Okay. Like, I thought all of them did a fine job. I just thought the material they were given and the script and the villain 
And just the way the story progressed, I thought was just, it felt very lazily done. Like, it just felt like, oh, let's just make a really, you know, a real quick popcorn fun movie. You don't have to put a whole lot of effort into it. Don't have to really put much of a story into it. Who's the villain? I'll just put some random guy who's going to say a bunch of cheesy lines and mm. just move it forward. That's just kind of what that movie felt like. Yeah, it sounds just like Venom. Yeah, it just felt like it was just very lazily oh, done. Also, the Eminem song in the credits, it's bad. Yeah, I did not well, like it, that song. I don't like bad. Eminem, so. Yeah. You don't like Eminem? Okay, that's yeah. a conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah. Is there a hip-hop podcast? Because I'll go on there and just debate whether how much I hate Eminem on there. We need to have a conversation, yeah, sir. <laughs> I also don't like. I also don't like Lil Wayne. You don't like Lil Wayne either. Nope. Okay, we we'll definitely have a conversation when this is over. <laughs> Start a new podcast. Here we go. New podcast right now. Uh, oh. Name? No. <laughs> I'm on too many podcasts. I don't know anything about rap, so I'll let you guys get at that. But that's all we have for this. You got, uh, unless you guys are reading or watching or playing anything, real quick. Uh, I am watching a movie called The Host, and if you want to hear my thoughts about it, you'll have to watch this next episode of What's the Film po- Podcast Called. Moving pictures. I've been on that. It was fun. I've been on that as well. Also fun. Um, I got through episode seven of Iron Fist season two. Okay. And I so far have a love-hate relationship with it. Okay. Well, that's better than hate. The love for that's it is true. it's better than season one. Okay. Uh, Finn Jones is doing a much better job as Danny Rand. They gave him acting lessons? Yes. And there aren't any characters who've completely irritated me or who I've deemed you're unnecessary to the story yet. Okay. My only issue, or it's a pretty main issue, is for a se- for a series called Iron Fist, I'd like to see you actually use that power. Mm. Like, we don't get to see Danny, Danny Rand use the Iron Fist that often. And there seems to be a trend that he keeps losing his power. Like, I don't know if you saw <laughs> season one. But there's a point in season one where he loses basically the ability to use the Iron Fist. It's like, well, you weren't even using it that much when you had the ability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that you don't have it, I'm just sitting here like, what the hell? Well, that kind of happened again. Okay. He has lost his ability. I'm at the point where he's lost his ability to use the Iron Fist. I'm like, well, you've only used it like three times so far We're on episode seven. <laughs> and now you don't have the ability to use it. Is there like a mystical reason or is it like a he Spider-Man He gets it stolen two? from him. Okay. Yeah, the, the villain steals the power from him. Okay. So, which the, that's in the trailer, so it's not really a spoiler. Mm. So he, the, he gets the power from him stolen from. Which, when I saw the trailer, I just thought the villain took it from him, but Danny Rand could still use it. Oh, he like but, copycatted. Yeah, I, I just yeah. thought he like took the power from Danny, so nope. like, he could also use it, but Danny it's still even had less it. Less interesting than that. But nope, Danny just straight up. He like he tried. He like he because he gets trapped somewhere and he like closes his eyes and tries to use it. And he like punches something like breaks his hand. Oh, okay. he doesn't have it. And now he can't even do it regular things with his hand. Yeah, so he's worse than normal people. <laughs> now I'm I'm just kind of sitting here waiting for Danny to get his powers back. Okay, so that's that's my main complaint is that. Your your series is called Iron Fist. I want to see more Iron Fist. So that's a very reasonable. But they definitely fleshed out the characters a lot better in this season. We've actually gotten to see Kung Lun a little bit, not a mm-hmm. lot, but we've gotten to see more than we got to see in season one. So we kind of got to see how Kung Lun operates, a little bit of what the culture is, like what the process is for you to become Iron Fist. So that was cool. Do we get to see him punch the dragon yet? We have not seen the dragon yet. <sighs> I have a feeling we're not going to. Show? I really have a That's feeling where he gets his powers. Oh, okay. He like yeah. fights a dragon. He fights a wow. dragon to get the iron. That's why he has, he has the tat. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a feeling just... we're not going to see the dragon at this point because I, I was waiting for it because we were in Kong Long and they mentioned that, like Danny Rand is about to go fight the dragon. I'm like, are we going to get to see it? And then they went back to present day. I'm like, God damn it. So I don't I think am, we're going to get to see the dragon. I love when flashbacks but... only flashback to the least interesting part. Thank of that you. <laughs> I'm just like, I really, I've been waiting to see him fight this dragon It'd for so like long. be like if Venom flashback to whatever his name was in journalism school when he gets an A. <laughs> you're like, you're going to be the best. You're the best damn yeah, reporter I've ever had, Eddie Brock. Flash forward him just drinking. Are you Eddie Brock? I was. I was. I'm going to... Okay, so every now and then it's, people will recognize me on campus because I write columns and my pictures in the paper. And they're like, "Oh, are you Jeremy Augusta, the columnist?" And I'm gonna go, "I was," <laughs> and just walk away. I just be like, "What?" I, well, he's, he's going through some inner turmoil. If, if that, he if get that ever happens, you guys will be the first people to know. So it's oh like a God. super villain origin story I waiting was. to happen. Uh, what have I been watching? I'd be the shittiest super villain, mm. just the laziest. <laughs> I could go. Screw with people in Manhattan, but, but I won't. I'll just watch TV. Let's <laughs> watch TV. Um, it's a new season of Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron Fist is good. Um, good Place is back. I watched the first episode. It's good. I heard very good things about that. It is good. Like, the, apparently it's more complex yeah. than the first three episodes I watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, it's a good, well, it's by the guy who did The Office and Parks and Rec. So it's like a good sit-down sitcom. All the characters are like fun and you, you like them. Feel good. So, yeah, so... Get on it. I like it a lot. 
There are a lot of shows that just make me sad when I watch them, like Black Mirror. <laughs> so I need to Black Mirror. Them like I had to stop watching Black Mirror because I started yeah. losing faith in humanity. Yep. <laughs> society. Society. Oh, this terrible. Uh-huh. I was like, this sucks. Right. I was just like, every yeah. person. Like, there's no redeemable characters in any of these nope. episodes. Like everyone's sad. a shitty. The person. only not sad episode is Hang the DJ. And it's only not sad for the last 10 minutes, and yeah. the entire rest of it is extremely sad. <laughs> yeah. There was one episode where they killed a baby, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. where they examine your memory one? Yeah, that I was like, look, when they up. did that, I was like, yeah, I can't watch the show anymore. I can't do it. <laughs> like, take a break. I can't have this sitting on my conscience all day. Well, the first episode was the pri- was the British Prime Minister uh, like have, being fellatioed by a pig. Oh, yeah, so it could only it. go uphill from there. <laughs> No, it went downhill from there in certain uh, parts. Either, up to interpretation, whether mm-hmm. it went up or down. When you killed a, when you killed a baby, that's pretty down far down. Him. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Okay, and on that note, lowbrow. Can, low can that be the title? They're, they're the guy standing up in the theater. This is bad humor. <laughs> yeah. So Ooh, on that, he's booing the on audience, note, not the movie. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Raving Geeks. Yep. Go tell me up. Terrible that joke was yep. at Jeremy Augusta. <laughs> yep. You can find us on cm-life.com, all the other podcasts. Um, listen to Jeremy this talk about the host on Moving Pictures. This is my favorite episode podcast, yeah, by the way. It's good stuff. Yeah, Don't- Moving Pictures in it together. I recorded a podcast solo, which was uh, slightly awkward. But if you want to hear me talk by myself for 20 minutes, then that's the place yeah, to go. stuff. Don't see Venom or do. Do what you want. I'm not your dad. Yeah, I'm you stay home and watch Iron Fist. Good. I'm going to yeah. roll a dice. Or go see a Star Wars watch Iron Fist. I don't like either of those options. <laughs> yeah, Venom or Iron Fist. Pick your poison. I'd rather watch Iron Fist. Yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't seen Venom, but I'm sticking with Iron Fist. Iron yeah. Fist season two is watchable. Not great, but it's I've I've enjoyed pieces but of it. You have to watch season one to get there. I don't think you do. Really? Honestly, I would just read a synopsis of season one and then watch season watch two. Watch the Defenders. They do all the exposition there. Pretty They're much. Like, hey, here's a, here's a martial arts guy's fist. If you watch Defenders, you've weird. essentially got the gist of If I of pretend like Iron I'm going to watch one. these, I'm kidding myself. I have no interest in watching the Defenders, guys. I, appreciate I can, I can understand yeah. that. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, I can understand. I, I mean, I don't blame that because it's a long commitment. You're talking yeah, like eight. There's a lot there. You see, they're like 13 hours because, you know, 13 episodes and each is an hour long. Or in the Defenders case, is eight hours, which, you know what I'm saying? That's a commitment. <laughs> so. Yeah. And with that, uh, low note. Yeah. I think we're wrapping. Yep. More Love Raw Humor next week. See you Hopefully. later. Hopefully.